0: Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am one of your hosts today, Wrestling Chris G, and on the other line with me, he's the man that will not put you to sleep with his voice. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie Man, how you doing?
1: You are not getting sleepy. (laughs) I I really hope not. I had no... Plan for this bit. I was not aware of this bit. I <laughs> factored this in. That's you know,
0: awesome. you normally never aren't. I, I kind of just bring this on you every single episode just to see if I can catch you. So, well,
1: honestly, I feel like it's just payback for all the <laughs> wrestling nicknames I've given you over the years.
0: And um, also, i um, joining us today. He is our special guest. His name is Rich. And he is from the podcast that is called Not Suitable for Adults. Rich, how are you doing today?
2: I am so excited to be here. I'm ready to talk about Pokemon, which is one of my favorite things, and just have a lot of
0: laughs and good times. Awesome. So the way that we normally do when we have guests, Rich, is um, obviously you do your own podcast called Not Suitable for Adults, and I just um we'd like to give you a brief second to kind of go over what you do on your show so um for our audience that is not familiar with you um how what do you what do you do on your show
2: yeah so our show um i host a uh, this show with my wife uh, natalie and and we we do this show called not suitable for adults and we uh, basically it it all began when we were sitting around sort of watching our our young daughters shows and realized that she had a little bit more control of the television than we did. <laughs> um, and we start we started sort of trapped in this uh, uh, never ending loop, shall we call it, of, of children's programming. And we, we realized we had some thoughts about it, not just like whether we liked, whether we thought it was good for our daughter or not, but like whether the shows themselves were good and whether we liked them for ourselves. Um, and I think it, it, it sort of began, I, I, was picking apart plot points in the show designed for four-year-olds and and we realized that we were truly going crazy um and and decided that 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 might be a good podcast to do so that's what we've been doing uh we watch kids shows and movies primarily but sometimes we branch out we'll do uh like recently we did an episode about E. cheese um great episode by the way stuff oh thank you so much
0: Yeah, Um, yeah
2: stuff made for kids we tell you whether uh, whether a up might like
1: it or not
0: all right well awesome genius and genius idea for a podcast
1: honestly
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate it i keep i keep uh, looking around like i when we started i was like surely someone has done something like this before and and it seems like it actually turned out to be a pretty unique idea so we've been pretty excited about it all
0: right perfect and we thought that you would be a very good guest to have on the show cuz you basically do kind of what we do. I mean, you you kind of branch out into a bunch of different shows, which makes it inter- your show entertaining. And we kind of stick on Pokemon, and we yeah. we kind of had kind of s- similar idea. We we're, we're like, okay, we're adults now. Um, we we used to watch this this hit show when we were little kids. So why don't why why not just talk about it and give an adult spin on it? So absolutely. All right. So but again, thank you for coming on, Rich. Um, So this episode that we are going over today, um, you actually um, picked when we were going back and forth on Twitter. Um, you picked the song of Jigglypuff. Now, Rich, um, I, I do want to ask you outside of today's episode, are you familiar with Pokemon and have you really kind of watched Pokemon before when it when it was at its peak?
2: Oh yes, very much so. Um, I when when Pokemon first came to the states, I I got a copy of Pokemon Blue as a young as a young boy, and and played it until I wore the cartridge out, um, <laughs> and I got most of the versions that came out after that for a while. Um, and I don't remember when I discovered that there was a show also. Like I, I remember, like this was the these were the days where it's like you weren't plugged into anything to always tell you like, hey, if you like this video game, you might also like this TV show. So I discovered the the show a few years later, um, but yes, I've watched I think every episode of at least this first iteration of the Pokemon TV show.
0: Okay, at and, least once each. And it, it's it's pretty funny. So I'm I'm gonna give you a a little history thing because me me and Doug were kind of in the same boat. Like we mm-hmm. we found the video game prior to watching the show, but uh, prior to this episode. Um, was an episode called The Problem with Paris. So mm-hmm. that was the um, what they, I guess, considered the second season of the first iteration of Pokemon. But prior to this, there was a new episode literally five days a week, Monday through Friday, and I had no idea about this. So I'm guessing mm-hmm. I jumped onto the bandwagon during the second season and watching everything else prior to that can you can you speak about that doug
1: yeah i i I have a vivid memory of watching pokemon at like 6 a.m uh you know i'm I'm getting ready for school getting ready to step out for the bus um i've got a a tray of of bagel bites because i was a healthy child (laughs) um (laughs) and i just you know i would i would watch them, and you know you you stay for the pokey rap and mm-hmm. you know you you head out the door and you know i didn't i mean it, it wasn't like you weren't cracking the da vinci code like trying to catch on to what was going on like you just understood that you know these were monsters and they were fighting and it was it was bright colors and It was it was good, and you know, I I remember being aware of. I mean, I do not remember the shift where it only was once a week. When you brought that up the other day, my mind was kind of blown because I had just kind of always had this memory of it being five days a week forever. So I don't know if um, ten year old me would be able to handle that shift. Like what do you mean? I gotta wait until Monday? What do you you know?
0: It's like I want the next one now. (laughs) Yeah, for for real. So all right. So everybody that listens to our podcast on a weekly, um, kind of knows that we like to go back in history of of the Pokemon brand. So today's episode, the song of Jigglypuff, um, coming from Japan, it was. Um translated as Sing Purin. Um, Jigglypuff is called Purin in, in Japanese and it rele- it was released on May twenty first, nineteen ninety eight, and then came over here to the States on February twentieth of nineteen ninety nine. And Doug, what year does yours land on this year?
1: Nineteen sixty three.
0: Okay, so you are going first, as per usual, uh, for the most part on the podcast. So what is your historical date of February
1: 20th? Yeah, for the most part, until you scoop me out of spite. Um, (laughs) So on this day in 1963, uh, Hall of Fame, great. Uh, Willie Mays becomes the highest paid player in Major League Baseball, signing a $100,000 contract with the San Francisco Giants. And I ran that through an inflation calculator and... Pardon me. Um, $100,000 in... 1963 translated to today is roughly eight hundred and twenty six thousand dollars. And then there's some spare dollars and some spare cents.
0: Okay. Well, that's awesome. Mine happened uh, just a few years prior to us being born. Um, Doug, mine happened in 1984. And that was the day um, Trevor Noah was born and if you watch the daily show on comedy central he is the latest host of that show and yeah that's what i have because to be completely honest february 20th was a pretty dry day in history like nothing really happened on this day
1: (laughs) i didn't have a problem with it
0: yeah hang on i just
2: i just did a quick google of february 20th um and February on February 20th, 1933, the Eighteenth Amendment was repealed. Oh, uh, which was uh,
1: the which was prohibition. Oh, for goodness' sakes, that would have been perfect.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> there you go, Doug. That, that's right down in your field.
1: That's all right. I make up for it. I'm, I'll make up for it in a, in a week or so. <laughs> I got a, I got a, I got a doozy.
0: All right.
1: Well, oh, at least one. At least one of us on this call brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> this is this is why we bring up guests this is why
0: oh absolutely
1: (laughs) pick up the ball when we drop it you know
0: yeah i and no joke rich um just prior to us um recording today i'm i'm seriously i'm just scrambling i'm like i have nothing for this date i'm just looking everything up and i was like okay well certain movies came out i've never seen that movie haven't seen this movie um don't really know anything about this artist and then i i came upon trevor noah and i was like oh well i can talk about him real quick because i come across his his show on comedy central every now and then so i was like i will pick him up just don't ask me about any segments on his show (laughs) because he it's kind of in the background it's a background show for me but i do know him (laughs) (laughs) so all right, so it's time to get into today's episode, and I'm going to go ahead and get this up on my good old tablet with subtitles on. Oh, whoa, we cannot have that on. Or the... we can just, you know, play the theme song. You know? Yeah, yeah, that that's not good <laughs> at all. But yes, I I got the show up right now and. And my tablet no, wants, my, no i don't my tablet wants to be dumb all right so while i get that up um i do know the beginning of this of this episode it has to do with our our trio is actually going through a desert and they're looking at Brock and Brock was like yeah, we, we have a, a, a good city that we're getting ready to come upon, but we haven't seen it yet. And everyone's complaining. They're tired. And over the hill, they come up on a city which looks very familiar, like Las Vegas that we went over, Doug, in just a, a few episodes ago. And you want to kind of take it from here about the little frustration that we have, Doug?
1: Yeah, this one thoroughly pissed me off because a couple of weeks ago we covered the march of the executor squad and everybody's favorite melvin the magician <laughs> says well my goal is to have a, a showroom in las vegas and we spent a good chunk of time kind of you know, kicking that around, and they're like, boy, it's awfully weird that they would just name drop uh, an American city like that, you know, just kind of apropos of nothing. I mean, wouldn't it make sense to to make up a city, you know, even if it doesn't appear in the games, which we've noticed a couple of them haven't. I mean, uh, Chief Among Them just sticks out in my head. um There's no, no gringy city in any of the games, but that featured heavily in an episode.
0: Yeah, and they um, they called yeah. it Neon City.
1: Yeah, they called this city Neon City, and I'm and I almost fell off my chair <laughs> when I watched it because I'm like, this is this is what we were just talking about. Like we were like, how hard would, and how hard would it have been for him to say, I want my own showroom in Neon City, and then you could have just played that quick clip of his fantasy, where he's playing in his in his packed auditorium. And and or you could just say a, a quick sign gag, come see the marvelous uh, Melvin and his hip, hypnotic executor, you know, or something, you know. But no, they Las Vegas. Even though they knew in two episodes from now they were going to basically go to Vegas. Like a minute and a half into this episode, there's a dude at a slot machine.
3: <laughs> yes, I was
1: so <laughs> frustrated. I'm like, I cannot be the only one.
0: And. It's pretty funny because, I mean, at the beginning of this episode, I mean, obviously, it's a 20-minute cartoon. So they're entering the cities. Um, things are pretty fast at the beginning of this. Ash, Misty, and Brock and, of course, Pikachu are walking through this town. They're looking at all the glitz and glamour. Um, they see all the bright lights and everything. And then we it seems like this guy that they run into... Um, was the guy that was in the executor episode, and he—he, he, he, we find out he is sleep deprived. He's very angry, and he's just down on his luck. And, uh, Rich, what, 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 what was your initial thought like on this opening scene of Pokemon, um, coming into what we consider Las Vegas that they're calling Neon City?
2: Well, it's—I mean, so they—they—they they, they set up the idea really quickly. I am thinking like now as you, as you mentioned that I hadn't I had not thought about this that that they talk about Las Vegas and then just very shortly later go here. But I but I was also just thinking the whole thing now it's been a while since I've seen March of the Executor squad. But the whole thing in that is that is that he ends up having all the executor that do hypnosis, right? Yes. Right. Well see, that then that's stepping on Jigglypuff's whole game in this one. So they, they can't have the executor in in Vegas,
0: because then there's
2: already an act all about putting people to sleep.
0: Yes, <laughs> there and, you go. Know. It, it and it's funny because they and and I I want to throw that out there. So, the big thing about this episode is um, Sing, which is kind of a hypnosis <laughs> attack in poke in the Pokemon game, and in the Executor episode, they use hypnosis as well. Which which in in using hypnosis in the video game, Doug, um, correct me if I'm wrong, does it not put you to, to sleep in the video game instead of confusing you? Or what's the difference between the move Sing and the move hypnosis in the video no, game? No,
1: it it definitely puts you to sleep. And I mean, it, it definitely says something along the li- it's been a minute, but something along the lines of it looks like your Pokemon is asleep. And then, like, if somebody if somebody's confused, it'll say like Bulbasaur is confused. Yes. And you know you won't be able. So there's a marked difference.
0: And I really feel like they they should have kind of differentiated uh, both hypnosis and sing. I mean, we're we're about to get really deep into sing in in this in this version of Pokemon. But like I said, so we're we're going through Neon City. We bump into. This this wise guy who's very um, sleep deprived, as we said, and he's very angry. And Ash actually has a has a chip on his shoulder because Brock is like, hey, you why don't we just calm it down? And Ash, why don't you just apologize for bumping into him? And Ash is like, why do I got to apologize? Like he bumped into me. And then we have freaking Officer Jenny come into the scene and she yeah, is angry just angry jenny she's,
1: she's mad pissed off yeah
0: i'm sorry what, what were you saying rich
2: oh no i just said it's it, this is funny it's angry angry officer jenny like dark angry it's officer jenny dark yes like she she's she's also sleep deprived and also in a bad mood and really whips that bike around too yes like she, she really whips that motorcycle
0: So, and and she comes in and she's like, it's not worth it. Or, or, or she, or she basically goes, break it up, break it up. There's not going to be any fighting in this, in this town. And the guy is like, yeah, it's not even worth it anymore. And just storms off. And officer Jenny just looks over at Ash. I mean, completely ignoring Brock and Misty. And she's like, you, you shouldn't be out walking the streets this late at night. What are you doing out here? And they they have to kind of explain. Hey, we we just got into town, and uh, we're just looking around. And she has enough nerve to say, "Well, you need to go find a hotel because everybody out here stays up all day and all night, and everyone's all angry, and there there's just a bunch of fighting, and it's not a place for children." I, and I'm I'm kind of thrown back because watching I guess watching this as a child i'm 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 looking at this like okay well what's really going on I mean are they really going to put this in an episode of Pokemon like I, I was kind of taken aback uh, re-watching this episode
1: yeah I mean obviously you can tell um as rich said you know officer Jenny has an edge to her you know because obviously if the town's open 24-7. She's patrolling the town 24-7. So, you know, she's kind of on a level playing field with everybody. And, you know, I mean, she basically says as much. She's like, you know, you all should get a hotel and get a good night's rest. And then, you know, she's immediately distracted by something else. and She speeds off and, you know, then... And I feel like really quick, this episode, we're, we're shown Team Rocket. Like, usually they wait at least 10 minutes.
0: Yeah. They, Team Rocket is is in this episode, like, right from the get-go. So, so we go straight from that scene to the same guy bumping in. I, I, I kind of feel like this is his go-to. Like, this guy just walks the city and just bumps into people and constantly has issues. Because he bumps into James. And and he's like, watch where you're going. And this guy basically says the exact same line to James as he does to um Ash. And this guy, okay, and Rich, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Does this guy not look drunk, like the way that he kind of carries himself?
2: Yeah, he's got the sort of hunched over, like one arm is hanging almost to the ground, uh and when he when he swings around his arm kind of swings freely so yeah he, he's definitely got a very loose look about him like he's uh he's well lubricated
0: <laughs> and and then this is what gets me like he 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 doesn't beat up on ash because i mean it's a kids show and we don't want to show an adult hitting a child but he had no chill when it came to james and When James was like, Watch where you're going. This guy basically just jumped right up on top of James and just starts completely punching him in the head. And Jesse stands up for him. She's like, Well, you walked into him. Who do you think you are? And then she has this old lady that just bumps into her and she starts spanking (laughs) Jesse. And the guy is just completely smashing james head in like i'm like whoa i was like the violence in this episode and we haven't even gotten the name of the episode in yet (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah uh, you know because at that point we got me out saying we better prepare for drug like he's screaming and then we get the freaking title screen and then we see the town uh lit up for morning
0: yes so it it's we go straight from that to the morning scene, and Ash, Misty, and Brock are freshly rested up, and they're like, I, "I can't believe it. It's already morning." and they walk out, and everyone is still awake from last night, and they're everyone's arguing with everybody, like it, it it doesn't matter who they are. like everybody is just having a bad day. I'm sure a lot of them are down on their luck because they lost a lot of money. They're also sleep deprived like this episode moves extremely quick.
1: And we see um, officer Jenny is hopping between fights, breaking everybody up. I mean, so she's probably at her wits end already.
0: <laughs> I'm sh- And I'm sure it. it um, all of that occurred prior to the trio coming into the city, into the city. But just like I said, as, they only have 20 minutes for this episode. So we go straight from that to Ash, Misty, and Brock just leaving Neon City. And they're back into the forest to continue their journey. And they're, they're happy that it's, a, that it's nice and quiet in this forest. But this is when they come upon um, Jigglypuff, who just jumps onto a tree stump that's cut down. And Misty is just entranced with this Jigglypuff saying that she's always wanted a Jigglypuff and is corrected by Brock who says, "Uh, you've you're, you're a water trainer Pokemon. Don't you only want water Pokemon? She's like, yeah, but I'll, I've always wanted a Jigglypuff. Like I, I kind of turned my head sideways and I was like, well, pick a, pick a lane, Misty.
1: I mean, she might as well have just said, yeah, but it's cute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so at this point, um, I thought I thought Misty was kind of an ass, and I'm, I'm I'm gonna toss this over to you in just a second, Rich. But she she throws her Pokeball out and gets Staryu to to battle this defenseless Jigglypuff, and Staryu just full on just blasts Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff doesn't even like fight back at all. Like after Staryu blasts the Jigglypuff. Why didn't Misty just throw a Pokeball and catch this thing?
2: Yeah, that's actually how I feel with a lot of this show. Like, there are very few episodes where they encounter a, a rare Pokemon where I'm not like, why aren't you trying to catch this thing? Yes. Because that's literally the thing. That's the, that's your whole thing, is that you must catch them all. And and so, yeah, this, this good, bouncy, jiggly boy comes out and uh and they're like all right let's fight which i'm like yes that's what you're supposed to do go ahead and hit it and they hit him hard with a with a double-edged attack yes and and bout knocks Jigglypuff out and it's like now you throw your Pokeball and catch that bad boy and <laughs> and no they don't they're like oh did i hurt you it's yeah like, yes you
0: did that's what you do
1: the <laughs> point yeah
0: <laughs> and I, I completely went over that um as she's calling Start You Out, um freaking Psyduck yeah. comes out and she completely just yells like she's always berating her Psyduck, and Psyduck will get his his day of glory a little bit later on in the series, but she is so mean to this Pokemon. Like well, it, yeah, it is unbelievable.
2: And also, I just want to say that, like, when I was playing Pokemon, I would have killed for a Psyduck.
3: So,
0: yes.
2: So, like, <laughs> come on, Psychic and Water, come on, get and, out of here.
0: And it evolves into, <laughs> yeah, like Golduck. Golduck. and Golduck is such a great Pokemon to have on your belt. It's it's lightweight. It's it's quick. And if it's a at a high enough level, it gets the first attack. It. Yeah. So.
2: Never understood. Never understood why she was so hard on Psyduck. Although other than
0: he becomes extremely powerful. <laughs> yes.
2: He ends up becoming extremely powerful. So,
0: But um, alright. So Doug, I'm gonna shoot this over to you when the Pokedex comes out because you, you like to talk Pokedex entries when Ash brings this out uh, about Jigglypuff.
1: So we find out that Jigglypuff is classified as a balloon pokemon which right off the bat I'm like well that's harsh yes um and it says it has large <clears throat> large friendly eyes and sings a pleasant song <laughs> so you're going sure. well so yeah so this pokemon means no harm to anybody it's just, it just wants to hop around and, and sing a song but we quickly find out that despite what Dexter says, "This Jigglypuff can't sing."
0: Yes, and so since this Jigglypuff can't sing, uh, it it's kind of down on his luck. But I mean, we we we're gonna slowly find out because it's gonna be a running joke after this episode about Jigglypuff. But uh, Jigglypuff, when when she sings, she puts people to sleep. But Jigglypuff is so naive in the head that she does not really understand what her powers do. (laughs) And and I don't think Ash and Brock and Misty, that they understand yet what the move Sing does because they've never really encountered a Jigglypuff. But at this point we find out that Jigglypuff can't sing and, misty right off the bat goes i want a jigglypuff but what's the point of having a jigglypuff that can't sing and jigglypuff turns around
1: and starts kind of throwing a fit and she's like oh but you're still cute
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) like she she is so mean like she 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 has no filter when it comes to ash she she berates ash um every chance that she gets and now it seems like she she just doesn't watch her mouth when it comes to pokemon She's already berated Psyduck and she's already basically uh disgruntled Jigglypuff in the process as well.
1: Duck. But at least she didn't punch Psyduck in the head this episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, she just yelled yeah. at him. I'm
2: just pulling back on the ball. Yeah, it's I guess I don't remember. I don't remember this bothering me as much when I was a kid, but definitely. So this is a show that I watch sometimes with, with my daughter. She likes Pokemon. Okay. And, uh, and I don't remember Misty getting on my nerves as much as she does now, <laughs> <laughs> which is too bad. Like the, because she's a really cool character. Like she's got a lot of cool stuff about her that could be part of, part of it. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of yelling and a lot of getting, in fact, I'm trying to, Oh no! It's not this episode. We want. I watched a couple more episodes of this uh, with with my daughter later after I watched this episode. Um, I'm thinking of the the next episode, the prehistoric uh, Pokemon. There's there's a point where she's like, "Be careful, Ash. You still owe me a bike." And I'm like, "Come on." Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, and we've we've brought up uh, on a previous episode, um, that. Later on in the series, and it, it, it doesn't happen until I believe like one or two seasons prior to what they're on right now on Netflix. But Ash finally, after all these years, gets Misty her bike back. And oh, they pay it off. yes. It yeah. they they completely pay off because I believe I mean, I believe Pokemon with Ash, they that they're starting to wind down on the Ash character and i believe that they're getting ready for this new character that's on the show cuz ash is ha has just won the the pokemon league for the first time and he's now on a journey to just learn about all these pokemon and he's now visiting every single part of the pokemon world that he's visited before to learn more about these pokemon and he's not really trying to become the best trainer anymore so he He's on, he's on a different type of journey now and all the old characters are now starting to come back and he's kind of paying off all his debts. So I, I, am not fully caught up yet, but as of right now, that that's the route that they're going down in the, in the Pokemon ventures. So, um, oh, and I, I guess I should have said spoiler alert, but it's, it's, um it's, it's already out there. So, yeah. pe- people who are Pokemon fans already know, but we go straight from Misty and Brock and Ash talking to this Jigglypuff and talking about how they're going to help this Jigglypuff um learn how to sing over to Team Rocket. Now, it normally I'm not a fan of Team Rocket when it comes to episodes, but they actually had a good idea <laughs> in this episode. They they're looking over with their binoculars. And they're like, oh, a Jigglypuff. When Jigglypuff sings, people go to sleep. Ne- In Neon City, all these people are sleep deprived. So why don't we get this Jigglypuff so we can have it go go and sing inside of Neon City and then we'll steal all of their stuff. But I mean, outside of stealing everybody's st- stuff, they have a legit idea when it comes to getting this Jigglypuff.
2: Yeah, it- it's yeah. definitely a it's definitely one of their better like they're paying attention, yes kind of moments, and it's also refreshing because it's not even though like in their dream when they imagine what it's like to steal everything they're still they still have Pikachu under their arm, but it's not like we gotta get our hands on Pikachu. it's like you know what we're a big criminal organization, and we should be aiming for bigger stuff, and they really shoot for the stars with this one,
0: yes, and i <laughs> and normally I don't do this, but um, James and Jesse, they, they pop up right in front of Ash, Ash and the, in the gang. And they, they have a new song that mm-hmm. they, the their one-off song. And it, it, I thought that the lyrics were basically really good. The way that they were putting this together, they're basically singing. They're like, we're team rocket. We hope you like this song. And they're, they're, Trying to hype up this Jigglypuff, and I, I'm, I'm gonna kind of read over a little bit of the subtitles as a, as part of their song. And James starts. He's like, "Pump up the music," and then they're like, "You know us as Team Rocket, and we fight for what is wrong. We're tired of our model, so we thought we'd try this song." And then they go into their whole Jesse and James model. And they, they just rock out to this song and I I think it I think it's pretty cool that they didn't do their regular motto and they they full blown have like a ninety second song in this episode. Doug, I mean, what what did you think when you when you heard this?
1: I mean, it fits for the theme, right? I mean, you know, they, they hatched this this master plan in the in the bushes and they're like, Well, we gotta we gotta kind of try to get Jigglypuff on our side, and you know, I mean, I, I mean, I can poke holes in the fact that they basically wrote this song in ten seconds. <laughs> you know, they had a freaking costume change. We, we, well, we just talked a couple weeks ago about Brock and Ash's party suits. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on right now.
0: So. I just I just like this this song. Like James, he's like I am the handsome one. Jesse's like I am the pretty one, and they they just and they and they even put in the song that they're still after Pikachu, but they're gonna take a backseat to Pikachu for right now because they want um, this Jigglypuff. And as soon as they're done with this song, this is the part that I have a problem with. They said nothing in this song about wanting to steal stuff from people over in Neon City, but Ash immediately just gets on his high horse and just attacks Team Rocket for no for no apparent reason at all. Like they they weren't provoked this time. They weren't um uh, like nothing. Like I it, it really irritated me because they sang this song. I mean no that no the trio didn't like it. But they go straight into attack mode. I'm like, whoa! wait a minute, whoa, what?
1: yeah, the team rocket does not deserve the benefit of the doubt
0: <laughs> yeah their their uh their track record is
2: not great.
1: They have done nothing in the in the forty five episodes of the show that we've done, or however that's close if it's not right. um <laughs> you also it,
2: skipped over my absolute favorite part of this song, um which I don't know, um. Actually I'm curious are you you said you're looking at the at the subtitles do you listen to do you watch pokemon su- with subtitles or do you watch like the dub the american version
1: well, yes we watch them we watch them uh, in english but we put the subtitles on while we're doing the show so we so if we need to pick up a line in specifics we gotcha. do that
2: my favorite part of this song is the very last line when they say we we want to capture pikachu we hope to do it soon and when we do we'll be the new stars of this cartoon that that's my (laughs) that's my favorite line very funny i love breaking the fourth wall but yeah i i think i I mean they come out they they sing their song and and let's be fair uh ash and gang give them 90 seconds yeah (laughs) of production to go okay like yes normally we only have to wait 30 seconds for your motto so they give them a full 90 seconds and then they come out and then they're like all right well let's just do this we know we know what's coming
0: and and they whip up on him, yes, literally,
2: literally with with vine whip.
0: And the, Jesse's Jesse literally goes, "We need Jigglypuff to sing a lullaby." And Misty's like, "It's lullaby." Like, didn't mm-hmm. Dexter just tell them that um, Jigglypuff loves to sing music? Like. I mean, I do like breaking the fourth wall and everything, but literally they just had Dexter out like two minutes ago. Well, what they,
2: what they don't seem, I mean, what they still don't know, I guess at this point
0: is what
2: somehow team rocket knows another rare, a rare moment where team rocket is the most in the know where team rocket knows what they can, what J. Lou Puff can actually do. Yes. Like, I think, I think that it seems like Misty knows what, what, Dexter knows, which is that jigglypuffs like to sing, but Team Rocket understands that it's one of their abilities. It's something that they can actually use in battle, and which again is really rare. And I think even like it's Jesse and James that know that, and not. I think it's a lot of times Meowth is the one that kind of like, well, if you knew this about Pokemon, then and that kind of makes sense. Yes, but I think it's even Jesse and James who are like, ooh, a Jigglypuff that knows sing, and we could put people to sleep. And then the app is like, well, the singing thing can do that, then let's do it.
0: So yeah, it it's just when w- when they were like, okay, so it's gonna sing the lullaby. Misty's like a lullaby, and T- James blatantly goes, yeah. When Jigglypuff sings the lullaby, um, Team Rocket's gonna be blasted right to the top. And Misty looks over at Ash, and she's like, hey, Ash, this looks bad, and. Ash straight up takes his Pokeball, calls out Bulbasaur, and just says, take care of them. Like, doesn't call out a move at all, but just says, take care of them, and it's Weezing versus Bulbasaur at this point. Doug?
1: And, as we touched on, um, Weezing literally gets whipped right in the face. I mean, he just takes a vine whip, just smack in there and you know he he's spun around and he's dizzy and he releases some kind of a, a smog or something or other yes and team rocket just gets it and then star you just literally water cannons them out of shot
0: <laughs> now i like to poke holes in in the cartoon but would this not have been the perfect moment for Ash to call out his Charmeleon that he just got two episodes ago to take care of Team Rocket, knowing Charmeleon does not like Team Rocket at all. Right. right? <laughs> sometimes I just, I, I, I like to poke that, that hole. Because, I mean, Charmeleon, as we stated before, off, off uh, Mike, Doug, uh, Charmeleon only gets two episodes before he becomes Charizard.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I knew... I knew the evolution was quick, and I remembered the circumstances of the second evolution, but I, I did not know that they were so uh, close together. And we kind of did a little bit of math, and I mean, we'll we'll talk about that in a couple of
0: weeks when we actually cover that episode. Um, yeah, it's actually next week. Yeah. Well, shit. Yeah.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs>
2: the very next one.
0: Yep. So. so. All right, so we go straight from that. Um, as you said, Doug, um, Misty has Star, you shoot water, basically water cannon, Team Rocket off cam. And we go straight from that to Misty doing a Do-Re-Mi uh, with Jigglypuff. And she's like, uh, that's how you do it. You do it like that. And you notice how I took this breath uh, when I was singing and Jigglypuff still looks a little confused.
1: Well, well, not so much confused. Well, confused and disinterested and probably heard, you know, Team Rocket's playing for sport and probably didn't like that. So it's just kind of there. And, you know, Pikachu's into it and and, you know, does it pika 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 and you know ash gives him a compliment which is the tipping point for old jigglypuff here.
0: <laughs> jigglypuff so, had no chill
1: <laughs> so i just want to
2: say this is one of the reasons why i was like this would be a good one for me to talk about because in my real life uh, i work for a musical organization and i have a music education degree oh okay uh, um, and so uh, I just want to I just want to take a moment to say that while uh, Misty has a lovely voice, she is not a good vocal teacher <laughs> as fast as she is. She, I just want everyone to know, like in case you weren't sure, if that ten seconds of teaching that Misty did was good or bad musical directing, it was not very good, um, because she she does a great job of singing. it, And then she goes, "Did you see how I just sustained my breath across the whole thing? And I didn't, and I sustained my breath through the whole thing. Okay, now you do it." And, and I just want to say it, that anyone out there who is a singer knows that that is literally what you try to learn how to do better your entire career. And, and so, no, like you can't just go see Jigglypuff. That's all you have to do to sing.
1: Just, just do what I did.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and... but,
1: but see what you have just run into is the pitfall of this entire series. And anytime we run in. To to big logic holes like this, plot points that don't make sense. We we have a, a a little motto on this show, and we just we sigh and we say it's a kid show. And unfortunately, <laughs> we have to move on.
2: Yeah, and that's literally again that's that's how my show that's how my show came to be. It is not this is not suitable for adults. Yes, and that is why it is like it is.
0: So <laughs> so right 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 before you um you, you you talked about the degree we uh, we had pikachu um uh, singing his little his little song ash compliments pikachu jigglypuff actually gets really upset even though um uh, she did not want to sing after misty but she's like i'll be damned if pikachu is going to take my spotlight and just goes over and just smacks pikachu <laughs> right across the head <laughs> Yes. And then goes and hides behind Misty.
1: And, and Pikachu's looking around, confused. Like, how quick did that Jigglypuff move? For good.
2: Yeah, opinion? a rare, a rare slow moment for Pikachu. Yes, one of two in this episode, though. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna direct this because you 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 brought up a good point, Rich. So, um, as soon as that happens, Misty. Um, starts filling up a balloon and to kind of make you make Jigglypuff's lungs a little stronger. Like they're, they're trying to give Jigglypuff a a little briefer as to how to sing. And she's at this point using a balloon to strengthen the lungs is (laughs) what, what would you have to say in, in your profession uh, when it comes to Misty and we, we, We've established that Misty is a 10-year-old trying to teach Jigglypuff. But what what do you <laughs> say in regards so, to this?
2: Credit where credit is due. This is not a bad exercise uh, for strengthening your lungs. Um, it's, it's not a good idea to hand the person who doesn't have lung control a full balloon and try to have them maintain it like, like happens here. Um, because, I mean, that's very funny. It, it leads to a funny balloon joke for, for Jigglypuff. But... Um, but yeah, and this is actually not a, a terrible thing, it, it is true that if you have diminished lung capacity, a good way to build up your lung capacity is to practice blowing up balloons. Um, so, so I'll, I'll, I'll give her that amount of credit for trying this. Um, although, yeah, it, it would be try blowing it up and not try to, not try to keep it from blowing <laughs> you up.
0: Yeah. She, she literally yeah, sticks yes, it in see. Jigglypuff's mouth and Jigglypuff just goes flying around. <laughs> yeah,
1: which again, very
2: funny, very funny and very, very good.
1: But you see, very rarely are you doing that to something that is in itself of a loop.
2: So yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's kind of a weird it's kind of a weird thing to to jump around to. um, And then it is funny that. Because uh, it ends up being Brock's thing that, that fixes it all right. Yes. Right, and we're yeah, we're
1: getting to that like right now cuz they're walking the forest and, and Brock is looking for something and he and he finds what he's looking for.
0: And, it, I just and, think it's funny that out of all forests but of course it's a it's a kids show that he he knows exactly <laughs> where to go. He picks off this fruit and gives it to Jigglypuff and tells Jigglypuff that, "Here. It it heals your throat if it's sore or tired." And tells Jigglypuff to eat it, to and it might it might end up helping her singing. This actually, oh, go ahead.
1: No, no, go ahead.
2: No, I was just I was just thinking. So when this part happened, it made me wonder if maybe that's maybe that's the problem. Like they've they've been talking about Jigglypuff, like Jigglypuff doesn't know how to sing. Um, and I and I wondered if like if it wasn't just that jigglypuff had a really bad sore throat or wasn't feeling well which which can also affect because it seems like correct me if i'm wrong because i watched this episode now a couple of days ago and i've slept a couple times since then (laughs) um but but i think it's not that like jigglypuff tries to sing and can't it's that whenever it goes to sing it like decides not to it kind of like wimps out yes so, so it may, that makes me think like, yeah, maybe it's not a an ability issue because because then everything clear like the 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 miracle uh, fruit does its work very quickly. Um, I I will say I thought it was funny. I think Brock runs past about fifteen trees that have the same fruit on it before he decides <laughs> to stop. But, um, but
0: got to pick but yeah, that so right it, fruit. It seems like
2: maybe maybe just Jigglypuff just had a a, a sore throat.
0: Yes, because as soon as Jigglypuff eats this fruit off of the tree, she starts to sing a little bit, and everybody starts cheering, and of course Pikachu is cheering as well, but she doesn't want another Pokemon cheering for her, so she just yeah. goes and just kicks Pikachu again, and Pikachu's <laughs> like, what? what, what? what what's <laughs> going on here?
1: Yeah, poor Pikachu has done nothing... To deserve anything, and it has been smacked twice.
0: <laughs> and he's so tr- confused for trying to
1: be supportive. And yeah, yeah, like you said, he's looking around. He's absolutely just befuddled. And we we get a <laughs> classic, you know, Pikachu head tilt into the commercial break. Yeah, so... it's just poor Pikachu.
0: <laughs> so. So, Doug, um, normally you look up um, um, Bulbapedia um, recently. Is Jigglypuff the who's that Pokemon of this episode? I
1: I would sure hope so. Otherwise, I don't know what we're doing here.
0: Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So, so we come back from commercial break, and at this point, um, it looks like they walk back to the tree stump that they were previously at and tells Jigglypuff to start singing for them. And Jigglypuff agrees, and Jigglypuff then sighs again, and then starts singing. And I believe this is the only time in the Pokemon series that we actually get the entire Jigglypuff song. Like, Jigglypuff normally starts singing, she sings for about 10 seconds, and everyone's asleep. But this time... Jigglypuff actually got a, a decent amount of her song out.
1: Well, because we have to establish what, in fact, the song can do. Because otherwise, there's no joke. Because, like, so you have to get it once. I mean, and we saw it, like, with Team Rocket and their motto. Um, They got their first episode. They got it completely out the first episode. And I think by episode two, they were already getting interrupted. Yes. So, like, we were trusted as an audience to be like, right, so Team Rocket's going to very rarely change their motto. And, you know, we only have a half an hour. We don't have, we're not going to give them time every episode to get the entire motto out because it's not going to change. So it's pointless. So we're going to, and like episode two, they're cut off. And. You know, it's with Jigglypuff. It's like, okay, we we kind of sped up the beginning because, like I say, Team Rocket was introduced like three and a half minutes into the episode as opposed to, you know, eight or ten. So they said, well, we rushed up top, so we have the time to give you the full song so you can actually see that it does, in fact, put everybody in the vicinity to sleep. Yes. Including Team Rocket, who is in the bushes again, <laughs> with recording, yeah,
0: <laughs> and I had a problem with with this scene. Okay, so they're walking with the recorder. James has the mic, and they're they're like, okay, well, if we can't capture this Jigglypuff, we'll at least record Jigglypuff singing, and they can clearly hear Jigglypuff singing, and Jesse is clearly recording. At this point in the episode, I mean, and as we stated before, I mean, yes, it's a kids show, but I mean, we're gonna end up getting the results of this recording in about one or two minutes, and it's nothing. Uh, well, well, we we're we're not, we're not there yet, but they're they're recording. They're like, oh, there's Jigglypuff, and they hit the record button again. They stick the microphone over and. They get nothing of Jigglypuff actually singing her song
1: well, that's a fair point,
0: but I mean, I guess Jigglypuff at this point um uh, well she she only sang for about another ten seconds but here here's the remarkable part to this to this episode, so we finally get the microphone or a permanent marker as. Jigglypuff uh, get has in every single episode going forward. So th- this permanent marker never dries up. I just want to tell you, it it never dries. So she will she use never, it.
1: For, she n- never forgets to take the cap on to put the cap on. It. That's the important thing. <laughs> my my <laughs> yeah,
0: my son learned, will.
2: If you always put the cap back on your mar- your markers, they will last forever.
0: Yes, <laughs> like my my son and I. I talk to him all the time. My my son's in the in the second grade, but when when he's using his markers, because he he's still um doing classes remotely, but he never ever puts the caps back onto his markers. I cannot tell you how many trips to the store we have taken, and here here we are, Jigglypuff, every single time, and she uses this marker on. Everybody, even in the next episode, she uses it on almost a hundred people. But this marker is still fresh. But again, it's a kid show. But <laughs> Doug, why, why why don't you take take it on um um in this scene when Jigglypuff is taking the marker out of Ash, Ash's backpack?
1: So she finishes her song and she looks around and sees that Ash and Brock and Misty and Pikachu are asleep. She's immediately pissed off. She goes into Ash's bag, finds a marker and draws on their faces. And she's she's so happy with herself. She's giggling to herself. And then she sees the microphone sticking out of the tall grass. So she follows the mic and she finds Team Rocket uh also asleep. And she goes over and pokes them real quick and then finds out <laughs> they're asleep. But they don't get the marker. They get smacked around. Yes. And then just, they get the marker.
0: Just full-blown, just attacked with double slap. And, okay, so, Rich, what what did you think <laughs> when, when you were watching this episode? Like, how a regular trio just gets the marker treatment, but Team Rocket gets the double slap.
2: I I kind of I don't know I I kind of like that there's a little bit of a of a mix up of 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 action there because but I think that might be because I know that for the rest of forever uh, Jigglypuff will be scribbling on people's faces um, and like I said we I mean Team Rocket always has it coming uh, you know they here they've recorded Jigglypuff without or tried to without jay lupoff's permission and that's not okay so yeah i I think i think a justified double slap there
0: (laughs) all right and um so we go straight from that to everybody starting to wake up brock is the first to wake up and he looks over at everybody and he's like what happened to your face and then misty and ash look at each other and then they just wipe their face and uh this marker comes right off so it's not a permanent marker it's one of those erasable markers which I guess why do they have that in their backpack I I have no idea we we never figure out why they have a marker cuz what do you, what, if you're a pokemon trainer what what do you need a marker for unless you're writing the name of your pokemon on your pokeball but ne- none of them ever do that
2: You got to right. uh you got to make notes on your town map <laughs> you Gotta make notes on your town map where where you've been, what you, what you caught, where. That's what I think.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. We 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 we, we will go with that going forward. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. And they they all look over at Jigglypuff, and Misty is looking at Jigglypuff, and she's like, "What's wrong, Jigglypuff?" And Jigglypuff is just mad, just and asked like, "What is it mad about?" And I. Think, yeah, it was Misty. and Misty's like, I think it's Mac because we all went to sleep on it. And Brock is like, wait a minute. No way. He's like, why would it be mad at something like that? And Misty's like, I wouldn't be too happy if people that I was performing for fell asleep. And Ash was like, neither would I. And she tries to comfort Jigglypuff at this point, but Jigglypuff is still not having any of it. So Doug, um, Brock ends up coming up with a great idea. Uh, you want to you want to take it from here?
1: Uh, yeah, um, if my uh, player wants to cooperate. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, so it no doesn't want to cooperate, right? Okay, now.
0: I I got you, Doug. I got you. So he's like, maybe there are some Pokemon that wouldn't fall asleep, and they all get the bright idea of releasing their Pokemon, out of their Pokeballs, and says, all right, Jigglypuff, why don't you go ahead and sing sing your song for all of our Pokemon? And Jigglypuff sings again. And for the second time in this episode, everybody falls asleep again. And we get a picture of the clouds going by, some time has gone by, and Jigglypuff then gets mad again and draws on everyone's face again. And Jigglypuff just gets so mad. Time passes again, and at this point, Jigglypuff—oh, oh! Actually, Jigglypuff didn't mark on anybody's face. I think this is the just only. Got t- yeah. Just got pissed off. Yeah, got pissed off. So uh, it's at this point, everybody ends up waking up. They call back their Pokemon, and Misty's like, "Why don't we let, just let Psyduck just come out here? Because Psyduck's too stupid to fall asleep." <laughs> Has no confidence in her own So mean.
1: Uncalled
0: for. So, Rich, I I know you had to have chuckled at this point, because I I was almost on the floor when I was watching this scene of Psyduck, hands full on head, listening to Jigglypuff. And Jigglypuff just has no chill, because she knows Psyduck fell asleep with his eyes open.
2: Yeah, I I got to say um if it if it hasn't already been said at some point for for me as much as as much as like uh, Misty getting on on Psyduck is is a repetitive thing and it's just too bad and like we, we were talking about before it's like understand how good this pokemon is. At the same time, I think the I think the bits with Psyduck throughout the series are some of the funniest things that they do. Um I I don't. I don't always. I don't always find Jigglypuff scribbling to be hilarious. I don't always find Charizard ignoring Ash's orders to be hilarious. But usually, whatever Psyduck is up to is pretty funny. <laughs> um, and so this, yeah, this one right here, where it's like he didn't even do. He didn't even do anything wrong. <laughs> like the thing he did wrong was to was to exceed their expectations, um, <laughs> and not be too dumb to fall asleep. Um, although he falls asleep in a funny way. Yeah, no, I I it's 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 hilarious. I love Psyduck so much.
0: And my my thing is, how can Misty get upset? Because she 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 along with Ash and Brock and Pikachu was just asleep for the third time yeah. in this episode. But she pokes Psyduck and we get the sound of Psyduck with sounding like there's just nothing but air inside of Psyduck, and he just falls over. Hands still on his head and she full blown yells at him and goes, you stupid Pokemon. You're just sleeping with your eyes open. What are you good for? And Psyduck is like, sigh. <laughs> and at this <laughs> point, we we get Team Rocket waking up and Team Rocket, I, I, I'll give them some credit because Jigglypuff falls or um, has everybody fall asleep, but they immediately wake up right after the song, Team Rocket has been asleep since the first song. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we didn't have the moment of them waking up, so I guess if you're already asleep, you just stay asleep. Yeah. And, you know, they wake up, and they said, well, what did they say? We should play the recording.
0: (laughs) And they play it back, and it's just them snoring. Like they right. got nothing of Jigglypuff singing, and I kind of have a problem with that because wouldn't the recording have been going on this entire time, even through the the two more times that Jigglypuff was singing?
1: Yeah, because it was never turned off. So, I mean, I understand the microphone was, was probably at a weird angle, but it was still going to pick up
0: something. Yes, but it 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 only picked up them snoring at this point and they all put their hands on their ear and they're like, oh God, basically turn that off. And we we get back to our trio and everyone's like, it, this must be real frustrating. Jigglypuff has a very, very beautiful voice and nobody can listen to the whole song because it puts everybody to sleep. And Jigglypuff still does not understand this. She's like, she's basically like, I know I can sing now. You guys help me sing. But every time I sing, it puts everybody to sleep. All I want to be is a star. <laughs> and I kind of feel bad for this Jigglypuff at this time.
1: And then Brock and Misty and Ash basically say out loud Team Rocket's plan to take her to Neon City and sing for them because they won't fall asleep because they're up 24 hours and then you know team rocket jumps out of the bush and they're rightfully pissed off cuz they said even though that our, even though our idea was underhanded as all heck they stole our idea
0: <laughs> yes and they they just full on are trying to walk away to go back to neon city and at this point did team rocket even deserve to be attacked earlier in this episode like as well, i brought yeah. up before
1: i mean it's still team rocket
0: yeah i i, I guess you are right um, yeah
2: i think i think this is one of those um and this happens a fair amount but like this whole the like final act of this episode which is this is like the our trio's uh like dumbest point <laughs> because yes they are 100 percent copying team rocket's plan and then not to not to jump ahead too far in the story, but then they're like fully tricked by Team Rocket. Um and 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 end up executing their plan and, and and everything ends up fine as it always does. But like, yeah, this is not uh this is not the brightest moment for our heroes.
0: No. So so Doug, you wanna take it from here once they get back to Neon City and they're trying to find an outdoor stage that everybody can enjoy a Jigglypuff song,
1: so yeah, they walk into town, and they're like you said, they're trying to find a place where the majority of people can hear the song, and they go up to a bouncer and they say, "You know, do you know like an open air area that we can go and the um the bouncer, <clears throat> pardon me, the bouncer basically tells them to get lost."
0: Yeah, he's like, there's nothing like that anywhere in this town.
1: And then they call him a jerk, and
0: he shoes him out.
1: Yeah, he shoes him out, and luckily for them, this truck and this this rocker chick leans out the window and says, you know, we just happen to have a, a truck full of equipment and an outdoor stage. you know. Why I think this is happen- one
0: of Jesse and James' best outfits in this series so far.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, not bad. They should have used this for the for their bridge bike gang outfit.
0: <laughs> but um, alright, so as Jesse and James are uh pumping up Jigglypuff again, they have a they have a truck that's full of gear and they and Brock is like holy crap uh, that that that's a big stage those are some big microphones and James is like yeah let's crank it up to 11 and they put Jigglypuff on top of the stage in the middle of the town of Neon City and they're like okay this is going to be perfect you can sing for everybody and Jigglypuff is so excited, she's so pumped up, and Team Rocket, it still has their plan of putting everybody to sleep. They have their earplugs ready and Jigglypuff is now on stage. And at this point, everyone in town is looking over at this truck once once the lights go on. So Doug, um you want to take it from here?
1: Yeah, and apparently it doesn't matter if you're indoors or not. I mean, apparently that's a super powerful microphone. And, you know, the entire song is permeating the town, and, you know, we cut back to Jigglypuff on stage, and we we have a a, a substantial crowd in front of the stage, and the, the, they're just looking uh, slack-jawed, and we can see a few people are affected, and then we cut to Team Rocket, and even though they have comically large earplugs in, they start dozing off, and we got... People sleep leaning against slot machines, and people sleep in diner booths and in the shopping, in the in the <coughs> in the grocery store. Jesus Christ! And we see that Officer Jenny's passed out on her bike for what could possibly be the first time in a month. And we see <laughs> that our trio's getting their fourth nap of the damn episode. And you know, Jigglypuff has, has successfully put the entire Town down for a nap and opens its eyes and just is beyond pissed marking up everybody <laughs> just going throughout the town just in the shops and just doing just everybody gets a marker
0: and rich what was what was your out. response when everybody is asleep and jigglypuff was just just so angry at this point
2: you know, it's it's actually funny. Um we we've talked now a lot about how this the pace of this episode is very fast because the they are trying to get a lot. They're they're basically introducing and fully fleshing out a character that's going to be a recurring character on the show. And this is like a time where a lot of time gets used on making sure we, we get that Jerry Loupuff went to every room in the city to to mark up every single person's face. Um, it is definitely, it's definitely a funny, it's definitely a funny moment. It's, I mean, who, who among us hasn't woken up to their friends drawing on their faces and everyone just has a hearty laugh about it. And, and it's, and it's a good time. Like everyone kind of wakes up and it's a silly moment and everyone's in a good mood. So yeah, I mean, it, it's a, it's a, it's a fun moment. Yes.
0: And I, and I, and I'm glad you brought that up because once everyone is woken up, um, the trio, basically comes to the conclusion that yes, Jigglypuff puts everybody to sleep, but once everybody wakes up from, from their slumber, they're just as nice as they can be like they're Everybody's happy. Everybody's so apologetic at this point. And even the, the, I'm going to call him the drunk guy from the beginning of this episode <laughs> walks up to ash and completely apologizes for bumping into him. Um, the night before. So it, 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 basically turned this whole entire episode around and everyone's so happy. Everyone, um, seems to be apologizing to one another. And then they're looking around and they're like, where is Jigglypuff? Well, Jigglypuff is not there anymore because it was nighttime and all of you went to sleep and Jigglypuff just ran away.
1: Yeah, I mean he's gone and you know, I mean I guess what else is left to do once you've marked up an entire town? I mean, you don't stick around, you 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 leave,
0: yeah. <laughs> and, and you know I'd like to say that this is the first time Team Rocket seems to have not blasted off, but even once they woken up they're they're just in a cheerful mood. They're like, yeah, we failed, but you know what? We're just going to continue on our journey. And they're just marching out of the town for the first time in a long time, not being defeated or anything. And he, he he's even singing walking out of the town.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but you hit the nail on the head. I think they're just happy that they're just leaving on their own accord as opposed to being thrown in a hot air balloon or. Thunder shocked away or or water gunned out of frame
0: or whatever. <laughs> so um, we're we're coming to the end of our episode, and the trio is back into the forest where they first saw Jigglypuff, and they're getting ready to go to the next town that they're off to. <laughs> and Misty's complaining that she did not capture this damn Jigglypuff. Like she had the opportunity. You could have caught this Jigglypuff. And then gone through the rest of this episode, the way that the episode was laid out, and you didn't. Like, you, you attacked this Jigglypuff. This Jigglypuff was defeated and crying and could have been yours.
1: <laughs> yeah, you have well, no one to yeah, blame but, but yourself, well, well, yeah, but that's the problem. Jigglypuff put on the waterworks and they let, they let their guard down and forgot that they were Pokemon trainers
0: yes and I'm sorry what, what what were you saying Rich? no, just
2: exactly the same thing. It's just you have no one to blame but yourself, misty like you, you you've been out there like spoiler alert, you're a gym leader, and come on you you should know what to do
0: yes, so at this point, the heroes are leaving up on their journey, but what happens at the end of this episode and i'm I'm going to point this out. Jigglypuff starts following the trio out out of the, well, into the forest and is going to continue to follow our trio on their journey. But Jigglypuff clearly has the marker with no cap on it and is about to follow on this journey. So,
1: uh, yeah, after I spent that whole time saying, oh, Jigglypuff's responsible, it puts the cap on, made me look like an <laughs> idiot right away.
0: <laughs> just marked up the whole town and left left the cap of the of the washable marker inside of the cafeteria. Oh, what the heck, Jigglypuff! <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the end of the episode. So um, normally I do just Doug um with, and get his impression of this episode, and we like to you know, more recently on on the show we kind of give a five star. Um, rating system for this, but this time I'm gonna have you go first, um, uh, Rich. And what what would you give this episode? Um, kind of a filler episode, but what would you give this episode out of five stars?
2: So I think um, I think it, if I go back and I and I try and watch it, if I want to try and think about it through like watching it the first time, I would give this episode, even though even with its all of its faults. I think I would give it a four out of five. Okay, um because it accomplishes a lot. It gets a lot done. Um, it and it sets up a a sets up it has a set up a running gag, and kind of makes sense. And I think I think it does that fairly well. It, there's a lot of issues. It could have just been Las Vegas. It could have been it. It could have been that Misty caught Jaylee puff, and they, the whole story could have played out exactly the same, but. Uh yeah, I I think overall it it does what it needed to do and it's fun to watch and I would give it a 4.
0: Okay, and Doug. Oh, I, your rating system. Uh <laughs> what what would you give this episode out of all the episodes that we've covered so far? What would you give this episode out of 5 stars?
1: I mean, you know, this this wasn't a perfect episode, but you know, it played with the with the 20 minutes it had. And, Um, you know the the gag with the with the song. Once we figured out the magic fruit was good.
2: Oh, and Team Rocket song, classic.
1: Yes, Team Rocket song is excellent. So so, I mean, you're probably looking at uh, probably a three point five. I I don't know what it would have needed. What that other half a point would have needed but i just you know maybe a little bit more action so to speak i mean it was obviously it was heavy on the comedy and you know you've got to sacrifice at some point but yeah i would say 3.5
0: okay and yeah i i'd give it a a steady um three three maybe three and a half on this episode so yeah um just like you said Rich this episode basically sets the standard for pokemon episodes going forward so at this point it it accomplishes a lot and we're we're actually going to follow up on this episode in the next episode but we're we're not going to jump towards that as of right now cuz it would defeat the purpose of everyone listening to next week's episode <laughs> but um <laughs> All right. Um, at this point, um, I'm just gonna throw out there. Next week's episode is the attack of the prehistoric Pokemon, or translated from Japanese, called resurrected fossil Pokemon. And you know what? I'm I'm gonna go with the Japanese, um, title this week. Um, Doug, Rich, how do you, how do you both feel about the the name of the episode and what we're about to accomplish as of next week?
1: Translations too, too too wordy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 very uh, it's very scholastic for a children's show title, but (laughs) but it's it's a much more definitely a more epic sounding title, Uh, and it's a really cool episode. So I mean, yeah, it's cool. But yeah, I I agree. It's it's probably a good idea to have uh, made that one.
0: Yes. So all right well at this point um rich uh, how can how can our audience find you do you have any anything that you would like to plug your twitter um any social media how, how how can our audience find you going forward
2: yeah the probably the best place to find us and interact with us if you want to do that is going to be on twitter uh our handle is at not Four adults cast and four is the number four so it's. NOT, the number four, adults cast. Um, you can also shoot us. If you listen to our show, we, we always will say, like, if you have ideas for a show that you want to talk about, or you just want to say, hey, uh, we're also not for adultscast at gmail.com uh, is our uh, our email. And, and of course, you can find us anywhere that you would like to find a podcast.
0: All right. Well, there you go, everybody. So at this point, um, I'm going to lay it on out there for rich um to go ahead and say goodbye to the audience and we we will um love to have you on for a future episode and we 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 always extend that offer for all of our guests but um go ahead and say say goodbye to our audience for today rich
2: yeah so long poke fans it's been good spending
0: some time with you all right and doug go ahead and give your old goodbye doug
1: bye guys
0: And this is Wrestling Chris G telling all of you, don't miss next week's episode, Attack of the Prehistoric Pokemon. And we will see you next week. Have a good night, everybody.